Hey everyone, this is the Manipson Sips podcast uh, featuring uh, Dr. Brandon Cruz and Dr. Jeremy Boyd, that's me. Uh, we've been uh, away for a little bit and I uh, figure we're going to talk about some things about kind of where we've been uh, in the last couple of weeks, months, and uh, you know, give you guys an update about our adventures and things and get some clinical talk, hopefully. But uh, before I do, let me pass off to my partner in crime. Hey Brandon, how's it going? Going well, Jared. Thanks for the uh, intro. Um, yeah, it's been a while. We've been we've been away. Uh, I guess really since October. So uh, one of the big things was uh, you know conference. And Jared, you've had some new and exciting um, events on, on your life, so and your business as well. So we'll get into that. But before uh, we do that, let's uh, let's start with our normal tradition and and introduce our drinks of the the day. So I have uh, Buffalo Trace which is a Kentucky uh, straight bourbon whiskey. And I have it on the rocks here uh, as I normally do. And I, I have a splash of ginger, ginger ale there just to take off a little bite. What, uh, what are you drinking today? Yeah. All at eight o'clock in the, in the morning, which is you know, we're, I, when we do our podcast. A little I got morning. my workout in, so it's ah, loud. jealous. I'm going to be, might, might, might be a little, a little buzz for my later workout, but who knows? But, uh, Today, I this is gonna be interesting. Uh, normally, I do some craft beers, especially local ones. Um, not today. My my beautiful, lovely wife there, uh, knowing my love of beer in this podcast, uh, got me a Christmas Christmas Advent. Is that how you say it? I never had one until now as a kid. It's a thing you get, you know, open on one day leading up to Christmas, twenty four days. Or something like it's little boxes. It's usually yeah. chocolates. Okay. She got me a craft beer version, oh, wow. uh, but German beers. So they're all German beers. We're going to uh, Munich in like a month to actually go see one of my former, like one of my clients, one of my athletes, Kyle Hines, play in, in uh, Munich. So in kind of theme to that, she got me this Christmas of all German beers. So I don't know if I'm even saying this right, but. It's a Cress Bayesrich Zwickel. Sorry for just my awful German interpretation accent. Um, it's a kind of an ambery type of beer. Real, real, I think it's pretty tasty. Of the four, today's the fifth day. It's probably number three. The first two beers were pretty solid of this. Uh, and the whole thing was made by a, a beer tasting advent calendar thing uh and uh drinking out my if you guys been listening in i always have get a get a glass for every brewery i go to uh this one's twisted pine brewing in uh, boulder colorado which uh went to a couple last year to go visit a friend in denver and just so happens my one of my students chris bale um his uh his uncle owns a brewery and he's one of my students in new jersey so really cool brewery and uh yeah, that's what I'm drinking today. Nice. Speaking of glasses, uh, by the way, Jeremy throws awesome Friendsgiving parties um, that are packed. And I saw your, your cabinet full of glasses. You're running out of space, man. Where are you going to put them all? Ah, uh, dude, uh, we're, we're at easily probably coming on. I mean, we've been to – my wife and I have been to, you know, at least six – I think we're at 62, 63 together. We might have missed a couple here and there. So we've got a glass for each one of those. 
it was we silly well first two breweries we went to we got two glasses that was that was bad so uh we stopped that real quick um and then she's been to a couple places like on her trips brought a couple uh, and then people buy us glasses and stuff so we're probably at close to 100 plus glasses just wow. mostly from breweries so i don't know she keeps saying that she's gonna build something that's gonna display them i'm like you're gonna have to build like a build or buy <laughs> she says she built she looks at these diy stuffs um and uh she talks about get the supplies and then we, we, it just sits in our garage but i'm hoping for i mean like you know maybe a minor earthquake or something like that might clear house a little bit maybe give me a shelf back but yeah, yeah it's literally and that's not including like champagne glasses wine glasses or anything like that we're uh, yeah you yeah. literally had like three glasses half on the edge you know half off oh, yeah. on the the lip of the uh i guess i don't know the the shelf yeah just oh, to yeah. give people uh, a perspective of what how many glasses you have i opened it up and i had like had to catch two or three that were falling yeah and that's uh, after i mean you're you came like what like 30 40 minutes into it and that sort of stuff and I mean, that was, you know, and there's now was, actually glasses. Yeah. And that, like, people are already taking some glasses and stuff. Like that. And then there's a whole line of them that don't even make it into the the cabinet at this point. So, yeah, we're, we're kind of in a, we're kind of in a tough situation here. So, I mean, I might have to get a bigger house just to, to fit all these damn glasses. But, you know, uh, it's cool. A cool tradition, especially when we first started. But in retrospect, probably show what was stickers that would have been a lot more yeah you know, that's a problem have yeah, yeah, yeah we have missed on one one place that did not sell glasses i've been asking ever since then I'm like have you made glasses yet but that was all right that was salty bear that was like their second week in california so uh hopefully they they got some glasses but yeah hopefully one day we'll figure out a solution to this but uh um Speaking of, do we? Uh, I don't think I made it to talk about you know our adventures and stuff. We'll talk about you know we both went to Aopt and stuff. We did not make it to a Orlando uh, brewery, did we? No, we did not. I mean, yeah. yeah so I guess backpedaling. We the lot one of our last podcasts was I guess in uh, I guess early October, right? So mm-hmm. it's been uh, quite a hectic probably six weeks or so. Uh, yeah, we went to AOMP, uh, as usual, phenomenal conference. Uh, Josh Cleland was the keynote, uh, had some great speeches. Uh, so awesome. To, I always love going to AOMP. For me, it's like a, a mini vacation. You got to get to go see old faces that you haven't seen probably since the previous year. Network, meet new faces. Um, Jay, you and I got to hit the golf course a few times, and we actually got to go with, uh, with Cam and, and Kyle um cam mcdonald's a legend and, and kyle is uh up and up and coming um so that was cool me and me and kyle got to uh present for uh well it was my first time it was his second time so that that was uh a great experience and then jay you uh you made some good connections out there you want to share some of your some of your good news yeah um so for all the people who don't know what aompt is that's the american academy of orthopedic manual um, physical therapy physical therapist so long name um so they have their conference it's about like 800 to a thousand people ish 
Yeah, yeah, somewhere around there. I want, I want to say probably closer to 800. Yeah, so much smaller than CSM, uh, but a lot more, you know, hyper-focused, specialized in orthopedics, um, pain, you know, manual therapy, all those sort of things. Uh, so that was definitely, this is my first time, so I was kind of like, you know, deer in the headlights sort of thing. Like, oh, there we go. This is great. This is awesome. Cool stuff. Um, so while I was there, um, you know, just, you know, talking to your brand, just working with Bill and Scott and the residency and their fellows um, and stuff like that. A new fellowship is something that I've always wanted to do. And probably within the first hour or two of being there and being amongst fellows and just being around that higher level thinking, I was just like, yeah, it's, it's time. It's time. I, I got to do it. So um, they had some vendors from a bunch of fellowship programs um, and then, uh, so I get to talk to Regis guys, EIM guys, um, met the guys at IAR, which is Institute of Athlete Regeneration, um, took, uh, Dr. Toka. Um, and, uh, so I got to kind of talk to them. They're a little bit more, seems like a little bit more of a sports manual therapy kind of focus, which my personal business is, is that that's kind of our niche where we're at. And so I kind of wanted to go down that route. So I, I consulted with my mentors, Brandon, uh, Bill, Scott, um, you know, just get some advice. So, you know, you know, like what would be best. And they all seem to kind of agree that, you know, you know, if this is kind of my, my niche style, maybe I should go and uh, get my training from people who do similar things. Uh, so I agreed to, uh, applied and uh, got accepted into IAR's fellowship and uh, hopefully uh, starting uh, in 2020 and look forward to, you know, continuing to learn and grow. And then, uh, you know, I can get more on Brandon's page here. So it's not just him pumping out all the research on this podcast. <laughs> oh, believe me, I, I just uh, recite what I, what I've read through it. So it's not like I'm, it's not like I'm making any of it. No. But, uh, yeah. One congrats. Day. Congrats to you. And, and, uh, one applying to it and then two getting into the fellowship program. Uh, you know, I, I think, uh, it's important for us. I mean, we're over here, um, you know, talking and preaching and trying to spread the good word. I think it's important for us to, to be about it as well and be able to walk the walk. Um, and like you said, within a couple hours, it, it's really hard to explain when you're there, but, uh, you know, it, it, you do kind of get the bug and, and you just, you kind of get invigorated, um, and excited for, for the profession and going to conferences like this. I'm sure this is not the only conference that, that does that, but, uh, you know, obviously we're, we're a little partial to, to this one. And, yeah. um, you know, like you said, within hours, you just, you just know that it's something, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, you have to do, or you, you want to do really. So Definitely. congrats to uh, applying and hopefully, um, uh, I'll be able to mentor you through most of it as I'm wrapping up my program over at Regis and uh, looking to test out either in February or March. So I've been uh, starting to hunker down and try and study and, and make sure I'm ready for the practicum there. And I'll be able to provide you hopefully with some good mentorship and vice versa. I hope to learn some things from you along the way as well um, in the program you're going to be going into. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about. And that was something I think I enjoyed the most. And, uh, the most I like these conferences, whether it's CSM or those sort of things. At this point in my like conference career, I guess, 
I'm going to yeah. go, I'm going to go to the biggest leaders of our profession. I'll go to like some side ones, like some, you know, breakouts of like just very interesting topics. Uh, those ones, but I try to go and like, all right, I want to learn from these people where I see their names in all the articles or they're heavy into the ABTA or they rose up that and, you know, go into that and hearing the keynote speakers and those sort of things. One common thing, obviously they're fellows or, and I don't know if all of them were fellows, but one main thing that they kept saying, what they kept uh, saying thank you for and how they got there. Like each one of them started was, you know, you know, homage to their mentors. They're like, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for X, Y, Z person, you know, helping me get to this point and um you know a lot of our viewers kind of talk about the you know ask us for advice or those sort of things and you know i think these programs and these sort of things they're daunting they're costly and those sort of things but the value you get from having a you know consistent mentor you know who's gone through this type of training is you know speaks volumes and what it does for your career is, you know, you know, there's no price that you can put on that really. So that was cool to be in. And that's why I was like, all right, it's time to do it. And uh, yeah, so I look forward to all the mentorship beyond all the mentorship that you've already given me thus far. <laughs> you, to, to pony off of, you know, them paying homage. And I want to share something that Josh Cleland said in one of his, uh, one of his talks. And uh, I had a side conversation with him about it. Because I didn't know. I mean, Josh is one of the most well-respected people in our profession with, uh, I believe, over 250 publications. And I'm probably um, I'm probably shorting him a few there. But the guy failed out of, um, I get what, college, I guess, undergrad initially. Uh, and trust me, it wasn't because he wasn't smart. Um, you know, it's it's really about finding your passion, whether it's you know, obviously this is for, you know, PT podcast. So hopefully PTs are, are listening to it um, and probably not much other professions, but we can easily take that into the different avenues or, or pathways that you can go within our profession. I mean, it just takes time to, to find what you're passionate about um, so you can enjoy and continue to love this profession. Hopefully, you know, the newer grads and the, the students, they still have that spark, but there are some clinicians that have been practicing for a few years that, that are losing it or that have burnt out for various reasons. So, you know, I hope uh, they're, they're not, you know, down on the profession, but maybe it's just the setting and the environment they and they just need to kind of switch it up or find something different. And, uh, you know, and I share what Josh said as, you know, he was saying how he goes to high schools and gives this talk to, to people um, regularly so they can, you know, I, you know, like obviously, you know, be inspired, but understand it, it's not just about school or, or doing what you think is right, but you're really trying to find what you're good at and your passion. So I, I say that just for, for people's outlooks out there and hopefully it, it gives them a, a little hope to, to continue to, to search what, what they like about the profession and why they got into it in the first place. Yeah. I think, uh, I can't remember what book, but it's, it's one it's like breaking up a job, a career, and a calling. Um, I don't want to get too much into details, but like finding your calling um, 
is that something that's like, you know, big pieces, like you do it, it's not even worth to you. You're extremely passionate about it. You want to continue to learn about it. Uh, it's something that you envision yourself doing essentially to the end of time. Um, so it's, it's looking for that calling. And then that if you find that, and again, it may be into these smaller kind of niches within physical therapy. I hope if you're, all right, put the grind into getting your doctorate and those sort of things that, you know, the physical therapy realm is the occupation or career you wanted and learning more and getting into um, maybe a specialty or something like that may be your calling. And I would say that's the case for me. Um, I was in general, like orthopedics, you know, outpatient orthopedics, which was and fun. I enjoyed it. But it wasn't until I got into business and got into like kind of my sports or sportsopedics sort of practice that I found my calling. So, you know, these sort of things again, would have never happened if it wasn't, you know, finding the right mentorship, being right around those people and those sort of things. But, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully all you can find that out there. And if it's on physical therapy, I know a couple of people that went to like real estate from physical therapy or interesting things like that because you know it didn't work out for them but um it really is an awesome profession in the right setting and in the right place so but uh, speaking of setting um i want to uh give i guess you know um what is the word i want to put the spotlight on you jer because you've been you've been crushing it so if everyone's not following jeremy at, at trifecta therapeutics or the decent doctor uh jeremy is is works tirelessly um you know i i applaud that and i I try and follow that as well because he just moved into a new space about 2500 square feet gorgeous and what downtown glassboro i don't know if that's the correct yeah i uh, guess that's location um gorgeous space i can't wait to come down and see it in a couple weeks but you know for the past two years since you've opened your place you've been uh grinding um and i i'm seeing the fruits of your labor paying off firsthand so uh you know congrats to you you just hired a a therapist as well so i know it's hard you know looking you know day to day and feel like you're progressing but man from afar watching you i've seen you uh grow leaps and bounds so congrats thank you thank you so much um actually we just celebrated our our two-year anniversary yesterday um and you know from the outside and those sort of things like people see like oh my god you've grown so much you know business owners your your places booming but you know and they all lay a link it to me as the owner and stuff like that but um you know talks about mentorship in this podcast which a huge piece of it is and you know i keep harping on it you know brandon you know you you laid it you laid it out you paved the way for me you there's a lot of brush, trees, and crap in the way of especially because we don't get ownership training or business training. I got none of that in school. Um, so there's a lot of you know, pitfalls and those sort of things. So um, we talk about mentorship, especially from a clinical standpoint, but also from a business standpoint. You know, I was lucky to meet with Brandon and, you know, he's took me under his wing since and got all the advice that he's given me and also the in terms of the grinding, I remember one day you're like, dude, I did a 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. like treat set, like, you know, 
story and saw clients at 6 a.m. and I think you went all the way at 10 p.m. And yeah. I'm like, Shit. Yeah, break. Yeah. And I'm like, I remember when you said that, I'm like, God damn. And I'm like, and I'm what, like, what, two years younger than you? I'm like, I got, I got a little bit more youth in, in this blood. I, I know I should be able to do that. And just like hearing that, it wasn't like, and it wasn't like, I asked her, like, how, how you do long days or something, but just that coming up in conversations, like, I should be able to grind to that level. If, if my mentor is doing that, little things like that, I should be able to do that. And um, just like the advice and those sort of things. So, yeah, it looks like, oh, yeah, it was, it was me, 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 me. But it does take an army and it does take some good, you know, advice and mentorship. And you get a lot when you start off, but then you find out the real good ones and who give you the best advice consistently. And um, I'm happy to say that's that's been you, Brandon, and I, I thank you for all doing that for us. But viewers probably don't really want to hear, want to hear something else. So, yeah, yeah we're, because we're, we should we're well, yeah. tangents here, but uh, it's it's good, and maybe that that gives some insight to people. And you know, I think it's tough for people to to seek out mentorship. Um, and we've talked about some things on like social media, and you can get a lot of your learning from that, or you can. I don't think it's the best route, but um, and you know, people have these online sort of things, and you pay them for it and all that sort of stuff. Um, it's good you know, how close is that link uh, to your mentor and those sort of things. And um, I think that a lot of people kind of shy away from that and they're, they're missing the boat um, and they could be missing out on potential greatness or excelled greatness. I think some people have intrinsic greatness in them uh, and they just need the right people to help tap into it. So uh, hopefully some people listen to that and get, you know, something from the feel good story here, but uh anything so, else speak, yeah, yeah speaking of mentorship uh aompt is starting um, oh yeah and i want to say this because i mean our tangent where we were just thanking each other kind of got off uh off track there but with that we're talking about aompt i just got emailed and i think you got emailed too that aompt is starting a special interest group uh for early professionals um, and it, it's not up and running yet, but definitely keep your ears and eyes out for it because the goal is to create a network for early professionals. Um, and from my understanding, you know, it, it's to network and um, early professionals can talk to each other about, you know, a lot of the problems um, of, you know, starting starting out, what job to get, you know, repaying loans, do you do a residency or, or not? And just having, uh, I guess, people uh, who are your seniors who have hopefully been through it, who can uh, either point you in the right direction or give you some advice uh, from you know their perspective, what they've gone through as well. So I think that's just um, another avenue for hopefully you young clinicians out there, or aspiring clinicians, uh, to go out and 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 join. And I, Jeremy, I think you said there was about 800 uh, attendees there at AOMP this year. I think mm -hmm. about. 300 or, or mid 200s mid high 200 were students uh so entry-level dpt students which was the highest that the conference has ever had which is great because honestly the future of this profession really um starts with or not doesn't start it starts with us you and i but it's going to be relying on, on those uh new grads coming out to take the, the torch and baton 
from, you know, the great therapists like the Clelands and Flynn's and everything that are uh, probably on the, the back end of their career. And it's up mm. to us to kind of keep it moving forward. So I, I think this is a great initiative that they're starting to um, to help the new, newer grads or early professionals start the career. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I think it's awesome. I was excited to hear about it. Um, to go off of that, um, you know, we're at a like kind of a, you know, not a breaking point, but like a physical therapy is changing, um, and we need essentially all hands on deck. You know, um, with like declining reimbursement. The, you know, those sort of things, direct access, you know, pushing that we now have it, do enough people know about it, all these sort of things um, are, you know, previous battles with manipulations and all these sort of things. Um, they are, our profession is evolving and we're at kind of this, kind of this tipping point. Um, I, I gentlemen, if you're on name of the physical therapy board, so probably a lot of you guys found our podcast on there. Someone recently, you know, posted about his retirement he's retired from physical therapy after like 40 some odd years but he kind of outlined his whole career of like all the battles that we've won um and how the profession looked over it was a pretty awesome post it was long but it was awesome um but he he was mentioning towards the end is like we're at this point where you know we're we have a lot of things going against us and we need to rise above and become what we really can become and um you know and i i agree with you that it's gonna be you know the, the pt students now and the the entry level that's gonna you know kind of push this through um because i do believe we're, we're we're destined for greater than what we are right now so we're gonna need everyone to kind of hop in on that so it's awesome to see that many students i know i i even know about amp until probably till, till residency so yeah residency was why i found out about it and the only reason why i went to it was i knew i went to csm uh so you have to present at a major conference and those were the two given so i was like let me just try something new yeah and you know now it's led me down this road yeah which uh, i speaking of your your presentation which was a um i got to go to it um and I was like, oh, yeah, I've, I've, I thought I did a lot of these manipulations. It's bringing the confidence back in upper extremity manipulations, right? Yes. Um, yeah, so, so that was me and, and Kyle Feldman. Kyle is a, uh, a fayompta. He's a fellow in orthopedic manual therapy out in Virginia. Um, you know, like I said before, rising star. He's actually uh, in the process of uh, opening his own practice. I think he's been open for, for about a year now coming up. So, mm-hmm. um yeah, I know you met him for the first time, but awesome guy. Cool dude. Really cool dude. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely an awesome, you know, what was it, an hour long? How long was it? 50 minutes. 50 minutes. Uh, they, they allot you, and then uh, it's really 45 because you have to allow time for, like, Q&A and stuff. Yeah, so that was 50 minutes-ish. Uh, I've been through residency. You know, two bullet certifications. Been, I can't even count how many content classes and those sort of things. And 50 minutes from these two guys. And again, I thought, I was like, yeah, man, I teach with you, with your continuing education program and stuff like that. I was like, oh, you know, uh, I'm just going to be there, like, helping people out, you know, those sort of things. And shit, I think I picked up on a handful of manips um, that I immediately applied the next day. Um, so, 
it's amazing what you can learn in just 50 minutes and what you guys did with as many people going around and, you know, just to see all the excitement and people when they got the manip and stuff like that. Um, let's see, lateral shoulder manip, which you just posted up on your Instagram, the posterior, um, the the thumb manipulation, uh, uh, the CMC one. So it, it's pretty awesome, again, what you can do in, in 50 minutes. Um, I, was, I was pretty impressed. I wasn't going in with that. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go videotape everything for you guys and Jay, I learned a lot so thank you for that it was cool thanks for the coverage yeah kyle we need to get him on the show once they talked to him a while back on it and it just hasn't happened but he has a unique ability of uh making things simple uh and easy to learn and fun to learn which is probably more important so i love working with the guy hopefully we get to do more uh together uh speaking of courses we have one coming up this weekend yeah um uh, i'm gonna put probably one of our bigger courses probably third biggest one we've done we got 13 signups here i know you asked me that before before we started this podcast and i just got the email um so 13 official signups on uh, our spinal manipulation which is awesome so nice. um, if any of you guys uh, are listening you want to try and get a you know hop in real quick we have another you know day to sign up uh before we start mm-hmm. and anyway, i'll say I'll, I'll put this I was going to keep it a surprise, but I'll post this episode today, just in a couple minutes. And um, anyone who comes, like signs up, people sign up, you know, mention, you know, Manips and Sips. I'll give you the first edition ever Manips and Sips t-shirt. I was going to keep a surprise for, uh, for some people, maybe put it up, but I will, I will throw that into the mix, but uh, real awesome course. Um, you know, me even being there, uh, read through the material and how I pick up something every time. Um, so really cool. And, um, you know, it's also, we keep it small enough where you, you can actually learn the nips and you're not getting lost in the sauce, which I've been to a course or two, which it's kind of been like that. So, um, you know, we, you know, they're really beneficial techniques. So it's good to learn them. We fought hard as a profession to have this in our practice act. So it's something probably, you know, good. More, for of, us need to, more of us need to start doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because we, you know, there's still a lot of PTs who shy away from it uh, for, for various reasons, whether their CI didn't want to do it, their school shied away from it. They're afraid to, they're, they're worried about what a, a chiropractor thinks. And I know we still get backlash from, from DOs and chiros when we run our, our postings or ads or even just uh, our manual therapy Mondays or technique Tuesdays about it. So clearly as, as far as we've come, we still have a, a long way to go. So, I mean, these courses just aren't about credits. Hopefully, um, you know, there, there are time to network. There are time to get a different perspective on things, um, become more confident, bring something back. Uh, that's going to not only help you, but help your patients as well. Definitely. Um, and I know I'll, uh, someone reached out to me. We'll be having like a little mini probably during lunch, um, kind of OCS breakdown. Um, somebody who wanted to take the course and improve his manual skills, but he actually works in more of a neuro setting. Um, we're going to have something just where we're going to talk about because he's getting prepping for the OCS. We're going to start talking about that. So it's more than just what's available. Uh, anybody's interested, you know, me and Brandon 
Uh, Brandon, especially, is taking more boards tests than, than most individuals. So we're here to help out. And uh, that's that's all we want to do is keep helping and pushing the profession forward. Yeah. For and, uh, guess on that right. point, that uh, was a good update. Uh, we'll put this up. And, uh, you know, thanks for listening in. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you know, want to talk about the courses or anything we talked about, mentorship or anything like that, cor- uh, conferences coming up, feel free to reach out us. Um, and nips and sips. Our anchor thing may be going, you know, we may be moving away from that, but our all our handles and everything like that are still up. Uh, you can also find us personally at uh, Brandon's at Think Like a Fellow and at Pursue PT Now, and I'm at The Decent Doctor and at Trifecta Therapeutics. So, uh, you know, thanks for everything for everyone. Hopefully a good episode. Uh, cheers, everybody. All right. Take care. Until next time.